On tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk, the coronavirus apocalypse, fun at the vets, and guess the lyrics. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. We are in the middle of the corona apocalypse. World War Z, isn't it? <laughs> this is March 12th, and we literally March 12th, are. March 12th, 2020. March 12th, 2020. And yeah, I mean, who knows for prosperity's sake. This is one of these things that people look back on. Uh-huh. Like, do you remember where you were when, well, whatever. Well, it's good that we're recording this then. I think that's, I mean, things that's are, fun. This things is our are, diary. Nothing in our lifetime in America has been like this. No. No. Right? I mean, no. and it's not a, it's not a disaster. Not thousands of people dying. But I just mean the disruption of things and that is not happening. the pending panic. Yes. We're hearing stories, and I listened to a whole YouTube video today of you know, people out of Italy talking about what it's really like. They are ground zero with what's going on, and they're kind of on lockdown. And, yeah. Uh, the people on the, that video were talking about how they should have locked it down sooner, and then you hear from the World Health Organization, and they're like, it doesn't do any good to lock down. It's just – it's weird. Yeah. It, 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 there's so many contradicting stories. There's a lot of facets to this thing. One, it is. One, it's weird. I, I know you've got notes about it, too, and I do, too, because we're right in the middle of it. But let, let, let's, let me start with this one. How about why is – and your conspiracy theory, you know, ears can perk up with this. Anybody's uh-huh. could. But why aren't we talking a little bit more about how this damn thing started? It started in China mm-hmm. in one of these weird food markets where they sell bats and all these exotic animals that people buy to eat. Mm-hmm. That's where this started mm-hmm. from literally people eating damn bat intestines. Bullshit. You're not supposed to eat. I don't know if it's bat, but you know what I'm saying. Some exotic food that nobody else in the world. Well, I don't think that's been actually confirmed. It's just been confirmed that it came from the Wuhan province. I, I, well, unless I read, and I'll stand corrected if so. Okay. But I know I read an article from a halfway, what I thought, a reliable source saying basically it was traced to a market that sold exotic animals, and basically that was the problem. Well, if so, I hope it's finally the last straw. And you know, one thing about China's government, they can't outlaw shit and make it stick. Well, that's I mean, they're right. oppressive, but they can't outlaw shit and make it stick. When you need and to that's get shit something done, they, they can could, do it. could do away with. Well, that's why. That's what I'm saying. I wish... One, I haven't heard that enough. So maybe it, I did read that in some fake news thing, but I really, I, just, I don't trust but I really try to read my sources. Yeah. You know, so whatever I read it in, I'm pretty good about that. So I don't know. Our, our listeners can check for themselves, but I'm pretty sure this came from a weird animal market in China. Well, maybe that's the last straw and they'll finally put an end to that shit because it's, wackadoo anyhow (laughs) most of it you know it's and i feel bad saying this but most of it is you know very it's based on superstitions 
Well, it's certainly not based on science. No, it's not. It's completely you, you know think- unproven. Oh, bear bile. So they torture a bear to keep it alive and yeah. producing bile. We've talked about that on the show. Yeah. Look that up sometime. Do a little search on bear bile in China and watch those videos if you want to just be unbelievably depressed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've talked about that on the show before. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Now, do they really think cutting off the fins of a shark and throwing it back in the water is something? Anything but reprehensible. Yeah. I, it, cutting off the rhinoceros horn, killing the whole animal just so you can cut, you can cut well, off the Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of all the way across the world. There's a lot of superstitions Whatever. like that. And, and yeah, I don't agree with those. I don't agree with anything where you're, <laughs> where kids, Unconsenting well, old people and animals get hurt. Right. It's the same as sex. Just well, don't do uh, right, that. Right. Well, again, with so many people, and this started in China, and so many people, I mean, that was obviously ground zero for this. Yeah. I just can't believe that now we can't use this as an excuse, and China can't use this as an excuse to say, all right, we're outlawing all this bullshit that we just said. Yeah. Bear bile, shark fin soup, killing rhinoceros for their horn. And and a list a, a mile long of other bullshit like that. Like you'd think this would prompt somebody to stop that. Well, I hope so because it does seem like they are incredibly embarrassed and trying to keep out of the media as much as they can with this. I mean that's that's kind of the <laughs> like they're ashamed. Yeah, yeah. Well, it would go a long and way if they would ban this stuff and say, okay, we're sorry, but here's the deal. We're going to ban this so our people aren't going to be, you know, eating this bullshit anymore. We're, it, we're exposed in those quarters to non-livestock animals. Does that make sense? I'm with you. You know, and but I think part of the problem is you know we're going, ah, yeah, yeah, and then we have like farm fa- factory farms here. It's kind of hard. We're we're, we're cruel in our own ways. Well, I, it's not as bad as that. I don't. I don't think. I, I can. I don't think. Like well, the things we just said, we don't torture bears for twenty years in cages. You know, we do have something here better than that. We have some animal sort of rights, but. Yeah. Anyway, uh, then the next thing, there's all, all events are being canceled around yeah. the country. Yeah. I mean, if it's a public gathering, it's being canceled. Yes. Right? Yes. And I think it's probably a good idea because we've got to slow it down. Yes. I mean, it seems to be, all right, here's where we get into the other part. You get one group of people, half the, it seems like half the people, oh, this is stupid. This is overblown. We're canceling everything. This is stupid. You can't stop it anyway. It's just the flu. Then you got the other people. You got to cancel everything, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you can't have public gatherings. This is the end of the world on that side. And those two are going to have a civil war before this is over with, these two factions of people. It does seem like that. But the the message I was hearing out of Italy was that they're quickly getting, their hospitals are quickly getting overwhelmed. Right. And they're having to make like triage cho- choices about, okay, do we treat the 40-year-old dumbass who went out clubbing uh, and got himself exposed to this and let grandma die, or do we keep working on grandma, who's definitely going to die without treatment? So they're having to make decisions about people's lives. 
and they're kind of going to let older people die, it sounds like. I agree. I'm, as far as I'm concerned, cancel it all. Yeah. There's not a basketball game or economic impact to a city that's worth any of that. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But again, you just get these, I guess I'm just old man bitching about this. Uh-huh. Uh, there's just so many of these couch coaches that, you know, think they yeah. know everything. And yeah. God forbid, I can't watch the NCAA tournament. Oh, the world's going to come to an end. You know, people's lives are at stake. Yes, thundering. Wow, that's a heck of a thunder. Thunder lightning. So I am all for it. But again, I'm just pointing out these idiots that are couch coaches. Yeah. You know, where'd you get your degree in infectious disease, jackass? You know, exactly. The main people in the world are saying to do one thing. How about listening to them? Yeah. Instead of your dumbass. Yeah. That's my take on that. And this is that graph which is on yeah, our Twitter page. Yeah, this is great. Page. This is great. This has been shared a lot. It's on our Twitter page. And it's a very simple graph that shows you exactly why we're doing this. Yeah, you're still going to have a, a, a big uh, – you just have to see the graph. Basically, without measures, it's a, it's a bell curve that just shoots straight up to the moon at first. And it overwhelms your health care system and your infrastructure. But if you control it, maybe over time, you can deal with it better than you see what yeah, this is. Yeah, you can adapt and and get everybody the level of care they need if they can possibly survive this. Right. Now, the trade-off is, is if you notice this graph, the length of time with it's the way we're doing longer. it. Is, that's right. It's going to probably be this doesn't have any you know i don't know if this is months days mm-hmm. whatever but it, whatever and if you don't treat it it's going to be unbelievably bad but it's only going to last let's just say two months yeah our conservative measures it's not going to overwhelm the system and it's probably about the same amount of people going to be infected but it's going to be six months or seven months that's yeah that's the deal yeah yeah and, and think about this like right now we're completely unprepared for this Okay, we're prepared for whatever flu they predicted we were going to have. Um, we're just, not, we're not prepared. If we drag it out a little bit longer, if you don't get exposed to it for three months, they're going to have, you know, a bigger supply of antivirals. They're going to know, you know, what kind of medicine shortens the duration of this or lessens the symptoms and allows people to just stay home and get over it. Yeah, you know, it it it's better not to get exposed to it first thing, I think. I, I'm I'm totally with you. And the other, the other thing is just people are so I don't know, again, this is another old man rant in mm-hmm. a way, but people are just so soft and so just everything, they don't understand anything. Like, it, the least little inconvenience to them is just the end of the world. I think the word you're looking for is fucking selfish. Entitled, selfish, yes. That's exactly yeah. what I'm looking for. Yes. I think that's exactly right. I think we're, our whole country's like that. And collectively, we're having a big hissy fit about it. That's, yeah. That's what's going on. Damn it, I'm going to buy every roll of toilet paper in a tri-state area. Get out of my way, <laughs> Margaret. I'll fight you for it. I'll punch you right in the throat. I, I was walking 
<laughs> tonight and I saw Jeez. three people get t- hauling in big old packs of toilet paper with their groceries. I saw three people taking in groceries and all three of them had like the Thank mega God. packs of toilet paper. <laughs> I have a buddy at a, at a doctor's office who texted me today. Patients have stolen all their toilet paper. Can you believe that? <laughs> ah, that's awful. Yeah, they have a you know fairly big bathroom, and they had a little storage cabinet in the bathroom with extra supplies of bullshit. Yeah. Slowly, within a day or two period of time, he said that was stocked to the top with toilet paper. He said every damn roll, these patients stuffed it in their big purses. They're big old lady purses. They're big old You know what? Lady I think he needs to look around his office and see what kind of sticky fingers he's got around there, too, because I bet he's got other people taking Probably. a roll or two, too. That's just a human psychology thing. There's been nothing on anything telling anybody to stock up on toilet paper. No kidding. Somehow, there's there's not even like quote stomach symptoms. Everybody just thinks everything's going to run out, and they're all doomsday prepping at the last minute. I don't know what they think. I, I swear it's like some psychological lemmings going over the cliff. Like, well, everybody else is. I, I guess I better too. I don't know. There's a rule for that. There's a literally a psychological thing where <laughs> you. You you get information from other people. If you don't know a situation, you basically imitate other people. And normally, psychologically, that kind of helps in general. You know, you know, that makes sense. If there's a bomb goes off and you don't see it, but everybody's running this direction, well, you probably ought to start running that direction. Yeah, most of us do. It, it makes sense <laughs> from an evolutionary standpoint, but not when it comes to toilet paper in the year 2020, for God's sakes. They're just so... Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, I told you, I went to the store on Monday, and they were already talking, you know, quarantine and things like that. All of the Clorox wipes were gone. There was this huge section, probably 10 feet wide. There wasn't anything on those shelves at all, which I... Had we just cleaned out an apartment, so I needed to restock those. And I'm like, new crap. <laughs> well, at least that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that at least I can understand that. Yeah. It yeah. Killed. I guess they ran out of that and decided to buy the toilet paper next. I guess. I don't know. All right. Well, anyway, next thing of this. There's something I have not heard. I want to be, be credited as one of the first people to bring this up. Uh-huh. You know, another factor of closing all this stuff down, any public event, basically. And we're talking NCAA tournament, all the local tournament. I mean, we're talking. Yeah. NBA, everybody. The NBA has shut down the Major League Baseball. I mean, anything that's entertaining. NHL. Yeah, all that crap. It's litigation. You know, there's people yeah. not thought that. How many times we see these stupid commercials on Comet? Have you been exposed to asbestos at any time in your life? Have you ever worked on a construction job? Have you ever have you been exposed to <laughs> baby powder? Have you, and- ever, <laughs> have you ever worked in a factory? Have you ever gotten your car? Have you ever walked down the street? You might be eligible for millions of dollars. Call us. <laughs> that is exactly what would happen with this. <clears throat> yeah. Can't you see a year or two from now <clears throat> the same kind of thing? Where did you attend an NBA basketball game in March of 2020? Did you have any flu-like symptoms? You may be eligible for compensation. <laughs> like that's literally what people would do. Yeah. In every event. And, yeah. And God knows our dumb hillbilly uh, population, our I want to say our coworkers, our uh, you know, our uh, I don't know the idiots. Our, our- 
our, our hicks next door. <laughs> yeah, the idiots we're surrounded by. Hell, they'd go to a game to try to get infected. These professional yeah. check drawers, are you kidding me? The greatest thing ever happened. <laughs> are you kidding me? I can get the flu and then I can sue somebody? Sign me up. You're sadly right. No doubt. That's It really hurts, but you're right. You are absolutely right. And it. I hate it that we live in a culture that... A litigious culture. Litigious. That is exactly the word. So there's a price for that, people. All you people out there, it's just suing everybody and all the bullshit. No, oh, well, so there's a angle that I don't think a lot of people mention. No. Now, next angle. You know some of it. I've filled you in some. The stock market. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. This has started. Now, the other stuff can be, well, okay, it's. It's this, it's that, we'll get over it. This we are we're entering a recession, if not depression. All right, everybody. Welcome to Hank's Obsession. I'm glad to get to share this with everybody else. Share because away. some of this is completely over my head. Um, and he just keeps going on and on and on. So have at it, Hank. Take the <laughs> take the soapbox. The point is, all you have to do is look at any stock market graph. And when you see things like, like today was the third, maybe the fourth biggest percent drop in a day in the stock market in history. Like the other ones that are above it are uh-huh. like 1929, another day in 1929. I mean, days... Yeah. 2008 is below this, one of those bad days. I mean, this is, and this is just one day. Yeah. This has been going all week on the stock market. Yeah. And whether you're, oh, first of all, we're all involved. Whether anybody wants yeah, to that's or not. True. That's true. The whole economy is tied into that. It just is. It's a barometer of the economy. And when that tanks, people are going to lose jobs. It is going to be Thunderdome out there. This is the the virus part is the tip of the iceberg here. I'm just telling you. I hate to the economic. Gloom, but it's true. Well, I've been saying, like, there's going to have to be a change. And you've been saying that the plague's coming. I've been saying there's got to be a change. Like, it's just all. Right. Well, I thought. The swirling vortex mm, of crap now. Right. Well, I've been reading articles on stock market and investing things anyway that's just you're right it's my hobby and i've been my own feeling was and other people too by the way people like warren buffett people who know their shit by the way mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. not just hank here but for months people like that have been basically saying this market is so overvalued like the you know companies that stock is selling for two hundred dollars a share should be selling for like $120 a share. Like, it's just way overvalued compared to the profits that they're actually putting out. And so, yeah. like, like Warren Buffett, for example, it's uh, he literally, without exaggeration, has, I believe it's $100 billion in cash, what he calls cash is treasury bonds, uh-huh. that, that, he, that he, instead of investing in the stock market, he can't find anything to invest in. Because yeah. in his he thinks everything is so overvalued. So if that dude thinks that, come on. So I've been looking at that anyway. Yeah. And now this coronavirus is like the spark. Can't you just it see it? It is resetting it back to where it really belongs. Yeah. I, I think it is the fuse that has started this whole thing. And I think there's way more to it than just the virus. So 
this is going to be a rough time. Okay. But can't you just see the history books? Like, you know, it'd be praying his day. Like the stock market was super overpriced, and all of a sudden this coronavirus came. And then a double punch. People realized, oh, shit, it is overpriced, plus this this thing. Yeah. And there you go. That started the next recession of 2020. Well, people are really panicked. Um, my brother has been texting me today, and nobody's eating out. Okay, he's a manager at a, a nice restaurant out west, and nobody's eating out. So they're pretty much cutting all their kitchen down to, like, their kitchen manager is cooking, and then there's one person up yeah. front, and everybody's supposed to be, you know, seated at least, you right. know, a meter away from each other. And there's really nobody even coming in. They're just kind of keeping it open in case somebody does. I know. Um, and everybody else is going home. And these are people who don't have paid sick leave. What are we going to do in our country? Because there are so many employees who are underemployed and don't have paid sick leave. And this is really going to hurt. Yes, this is going to play out over. We mentioned like, you know, um, we have a renter who's a uh, who's a barber. Yeah. Perfect example. People aren't going to get their hair cut. They're going to put that off. There are all For kinds weeks. of public things yes. they're going to put off. Yeah. I mean, it is really going to hurt tremendously. Certain yeah. certain pockets worse than others. Yeah. But in general, it is going to be, I'm just telling you, it is going to be bad. And, and there's not, down. like, we've taken away all the safety nets for people. And, it, I mean, it's kind of terrifying right now. Well, and, and this last thing I'll say on the economic thing, and this is something that worried me. It's been worrying me for a while. In a, in a way, we've cut interest rates so low. Even last week, and that's that was the first sign of this, was last week when they did that emergency federal rate reduction. As soon as that happened, I'm like, well, here we go. They don't yeah. do things like that. The last time they did that was 2008. Yeah. Uh, the only time they do things like that, this emergency, we don't care who you, the president is. I don't care who Congress is. We're the Federal Reserve. We're doing this. Shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. Get out of our way. They only do that in extreme cases. Well, I've heard like throughout the day today, like several times, there's some kind of triggers with the stock market where it starts day. plummeting and like they halt trading for they, 15 minutes. Exactly. They won't let anybody trade anything. That's right. To try to calm everybody down. To keep people from just <laughs> yeah. losing their shit and selling everything. And that happened today. Well, like the, multiple times, not just once. I heard it happened multiple times. I, probably. Yeah. But and but this Fed thing, interest rates are at one percent or one in one point two five percent. You can't go much lower. And the whole point of these are you're supposed to have that as your pressure valve in case something happens. They can lower rates and it kind of helps. Yeah. Well, they're they're at a point you can't get any lower. There is no pressure valve anymore. That's the problem. Like if this gets to be two thousand eight, well, it's there's no pressure valve yeah. and it is on like. It's never going to be on in our life if this. I mean, the, the scenario could play out honestly of something like two, like uh, God forbid, nineteen twenty nine ish depression. Let's all hope not, for goodness sakes. But God, yeah. But regardless, it's going to be bad. Yeah, I'm just telling you. I hate to be dim and gloom, but Hank's telling you here. 
I've kind of been saying that something was coming. Missing missing the NCAA tournament is going to be the least of your worries. Yeah. Believe me, people, if this God, I hope I'm wrong. I'll be the first to say I hope I'm wrong. Me too. I've been Debbie Downer about stuff for a while, so I I don't want to be all got one last thing about this or Uh another thing. Here's another angle of this. Of all things, tomorrow is Friday the thirteenth. Oh shit. Really, it is. Can't you just see history books writing itself? If tomorrow is another, like, bad, awful day, like, there, what, 2000, Friday the 13th, 2020, the day the, you know, the coronavirus and the stock market, you know, another awful, horrible day. That started the depression of the 20s. I can just see it now. It'd be another depression of the 20s, wouldn't it? It would. That was in the late 20s. That was 1929, the other one, but still. still so we're in twenties, and then very last thing, uh-huh. at least I think, uh, we have a physician friend who told us some stats today. So, and again, I suppose you get flu-like symptoms, and yeah, I guess it's like getting the flu. But if you're over seventy years old, getting the flu can kill you. Yeah, and getting this coronavirus can kill you. What was the I, stats that she told you? Oh, um, I can remember most of them. Okay, between, go ahead. Between age seventy and eighty, uh-huh. if you get this coronavirus it's like a six or seven percent chance you die yeah yeah if you're over 80 it was like a nine percent chance yeah i mean come on people if you can save a, even a few lives if you can save a few this. old people I, we know they're crusty and mean sometimes but yeah, yeah don't, they they don't deserve to die i mean how many people in our country are over 80 for god's sake god in our area alone so many people and nine out of a hundred of them will die from this if this goes around. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking one in a thousand, one in a million, six out of a hundred. Yeah. Like, That's scary. Like people, we've got to do what we can with this and cope. And I, I, I feel like, and me too, I'm uh-huh. guilty of this. Been taking this lightly. I'm just telling you, I think it's almost time for doomsday prepper shit. <laughs> I'm getting a little I am nervous. so happy with myself today with like, I was like, oh, I need to go to Walmart. I need, we have toilet paper, Hank. We have canned veggies. We've got tomato I've soup. Got, I've got tomato soup. <laughs> I've got canned tomatoes. I have got everything we need to survive for weeks in there. We're debt free. Yeah. We're, we've done everything economically, financially. We've moved all the pieces around. We've got extra money. If things plummet, we can buy uh, well, right now estate. we're in the, we're in the middle of paying our our taxes for 2019. Yep. They can't even come to take us away for that. So, so we're set. So yeah. the rest of you guys are, that are in debt and all this stuff, don't be don't be. Uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> good luck out there. <laughs> Have a nice Friday the thirteenth tomorrow. I might not share my flu medicine with you if you get sick, if you continue to be me. Don't you do such thing. <laughs> All right. That's well, our uh, Corona talk. That, took 27 that, minutes to do our Corona talk, but oh. I don't care. This is, I think, for prosper, prosperity's sake, I wanted to get some of this down. Maybe in two weeks we'll be like, ah, we are overreacting. Gosh. Uh-huh. But I'm just saying there's a lot of things. I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous. I'm getting a little nervous. Uh, For the economy yeah. more than I'm not afraid I'm going to catch the, the coronavirus and die. I'm afraid 
of a lot of older people catching a coronavirus and dying. And I'm afraid that this is going to start a depression that's going to last five or ten years. That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see that happen. I don't. I don't either. Ugh. Okay. Now, on to the next subject. Which is ridiculous and hysterically funny. Let's go to the other end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum. On Monday, I took our darling, charming little fur baby. Little chairman meow. To the nickname, too. To the vet. (laughs) She earned her little dictator nickname, too. Okay. And she sounded like a damn Rottweiler in the, in her little cat carrier. Okay. (laughs) She now hates the vet's office because she's had to stay a couple of times all day long for like all day blood glucose or not glucose. It's fructosamine monitoring, which is just a little teeny tiny prick. But to our little princess, that's the end of the world. Well, and no she shit. is just, ah, when you go to the, and she was like, she has diabetes. Stiff. She has cat she was, diabetes. She was completely stiff in the back of the cat carrier, <laughs> just growling like a Rottweiler. And, and I'm like, had locked her body into like this horrid position. <laughs> and the vet is just like, um, no, we're going to tranquilize her. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm like, while she's out, could you give her a bath? <laughs> <laughs> and check her tooth. Check her yeah. tooth, give her a bath, all that crap. Yeah, yep. And so so she just had the full kitty physical workup, everything, plus a draw bath. Draw blood. Yes, uh, yes. Put it, knock her out, draw blood. Because, again, she's got diabetes, so just like a human, every so often you got to check the levels and make sure you're giving them the right amount of insulin. Yep. Or cat yep. insulin, whatever we're giving them. Given her <laughs> vetsulin is what it's called. Yeah. Porcon insulin. So mm, gotcha. So old Fluffy came back. She came back drunk as a monkey. <laughs> she was staggering around. They they My must have goodness. knocked the hell out of her. <laughs> she was hours. She was not right for for a good oh my gosh yeah <laughs> and I, I felt so bad for her eyes because they were as big as saucers okay <laughs> like she did not enjoy being stoned not at all she just kept I, walking I, around she, yes. kept, she walked around in circles around this furniture must have made 10 laps yep yeah, like, I had what? to keep the lights dim for her, and then she'd try to rub up against me and would overcompensate and fall over on the other side, just pump in the floor. It was like, oh, you poor little drunk thing. Thank God she's fat, so it doesn't matter. It's like falling <laughs> on a pillow. It is. Bless her little chubby heart. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about you. Wherever you are, Chairman Meow. So, yeah, and and whatever they bathed her with. Oh, yeah. It smells exactly what they bathe poodles with. It's that... Vet, perfumey, Fifi, Fifi. It is. It is Fifi, one hundred percent. And it is still lingering. She still smells like it's not as bad as it was the first couple of days. Like you could tell when she was walking up to you because you could smell her first. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's right. really quiet, but you know, you'd be like, Ah, you're here. Ah, here you are. And now Fifi. you kind of have to. You have to be sitting right beside of her to actually smell it. But yeah, she smells like a French poodle. <laughs> yeah, she does. So now we have agreed that from now on, when I'm about to bring her in, I give them a call and a heads up. They're going to give me a kitty value to bring home right. and give to her before I bring her in. 
Well, I hope that works. <laughs> can't help or it can't help. Can't hurt. It really can't. And they're they're really a great cat friendly office. They do seem to understand that well, it's traumatic for her. She really hates that. Well, she she hates a bat too. Well, you know, that for animals it's it's literally like being alien abducted. Yeah. yeah. Think about it. Somebody puts you in his cage. They drive you down the road at a million miles an hour to you. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> and she gets car sick too. Then you go to this strange place and they probe you and stick you and they don't know what Put the hell's going on. Put up your butt. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. And then they send you back home. You're like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> of course, they don't know. Poor little thing. And she had that whole near-death experience and went to the animal ER, and she had to stay there for a yeah. couple of nights. Yeah, she's about dead. Yeah. That cat's on whatever life. She's on her ninth life. She's used several of them, I yep. tell you. There's no doubt about it. But she's she's pretty well cared for, so. She is. <laughs> I found the country goofy song I was telling you about. All right, yes. And, uh. I know this is old. It's probably three or four years old, but uh-huh. I don't know. I just heard it the other day. All right. So I just, again, you like what you like. I get it. <laughs> I get that. But this new country stuff, I just don't get this at all. Let me play a little bit of this old, of the um, chorus of this song. Okay. Rain is a good thing. Rain makes cold. Corn makes whiskey. Whiskey makes my baby. Are you catching that? Yes. Rain sure makes am. corn. Corn what, makes whiskey. What kind of log, what kind of dope smoking oxycontin snorting bullshit lyrics is that? What a leap. You know Rain makes corn. Really? I mean that just seems like I know lots of lyrics are nonsense. I get it, but. It's the country cutie phenomenon. God, it just drives me crazy, this bullshit. <laughs> you hate country music. I hate that. And it is awful. It is really, truly wretched. <laughs> I I can't defend it. Okay. <laughs> Don't expect me to. Yeah, I, mean, I can't take the other side of this argument. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a, like a goofy example. Like you could say. Uh, air makes asphalt or just some random okay well because of air and oxygen and this makes your connection oh that's just you know tank. you can connect anything that way if you can say rain makes corn right <laughs> i think they're leaving out rain makes the corn grow and i think you know that yeah okay it's goofy it is goofy it's 100 percent goofy but Here's the rest of it. Oh, the rest of it is singing about them. I got the lyrics pulled up. It's about them. We hunt our honeys down and take them into town. Start washing all of our worries down the drain. Rain is a good thing. All right. And they rhyme drain and thing, by the way. The name of this song should be Rain is a Good Thing. Not yeah. thing, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so thing. Exactly. That's it's how bad. that. Yeah, it's that's bad. It's bad. Roads are fogging up. My buddies pile up in my truck. We hunt our honeys down. We take them into town. Start washing all our worries down the drain. Rain is a good thing. Who is that, by the way? Luke Bryan. Oh. 
Yeah, I think um, he's one of the pretty singers. And I think the girls all like him just because he's pretty. I don't actually know what the hell he looks like. I've just heard I would people talking about him so much that I, I want to scream. Oh, yeah. I would bet with you that this song probably has five guitars oh, and yeah. a drummer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> it has to be, right? Owl. Oh, well, whatever. I just thought it was a goofy-ass song. It's a goofy-ass song. I agree. 10,000%. I love a goofy song that's trying to be goofy. But you can't roller skate in a buffalo. Yes. Give me some Roger Miller, something funny. Weird Al Yankovic, uh, even. You know, that yeah. has its charm in its place, but... I don't know. This one just seemed a little goofy. But now this one... Is, is old, intentionally. Is a, is in, yeah, it's intentional and it is definitely goofy. Remember this old. <laughs> I love the production values of this video. The best part of this video are not these girls. These girls, like you can pick each individual one out, uh-huh. and they are just there on a Thursday, just hanging out. <laughs> they're not trying. They are. They're putting about a, a minimal effort into this. <laughs> I love it. Well, I love it because this is exactly what all middle-aged people and older, and that includes us, think every time we hear a new song. <laughs> Well, I'd, I'd I'd like to find some for an example, but I kind of got back on this this little thinking about this song. Our, uh, uh, you know, our niece came to stay with us for the weekend. Yes, and 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 Rachel said that the that's what's popular now. The most popular rap music, she says now. Uh huh. And this literally is what she called this genre: mumble rap. They must, is it this? That's what I want to know. That's what I thought. I'm like, oh, I've heard of something like that. It hit me. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm like, well, did this guy start something? I think he did. He said, she said, you can't understand a word. It's called mumble rap. And she said, it is by far right now the most, like, you know, the most popular style right now in hip hop rap music is that. So, this might be like a. Like a classic rock song to them, like a classic rap. You can hear the lyrics of that. <laughs> it's like everybody's dad rapping. <laughs> and the dance moves. I love it. It's great. <laughs> I'll take my shucker on over uh, Luke Bryan any day. Oh, yes. Right? Oh, gosh, yes. Here, I'll play a, I got a few more songs for you just on the, since I was goofing around here. Uh, I've told this before, but how did this lyric at the end of this uh, Start Me Up song, uh, first of all, I love this song by the Rolling Stones. How did the last two lyrics... Of you make a dead man come, 
ever <laughs> make it on the radio. And it's on everywhere. The people just not. I mean, first of all, I'm glad. But how is that possible that that has gotten past all the censors? You know, they probably started commercials before it was completely off. I guess. It's clear as a bell once you know it, but he's been seeing you, you make a grown man cry for so many verses that, they just that you just, your in. brain hears it until somebody <laughs> goes, no, 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 that's not what he's saying. And, the You're, thing, yeah. <laughs> and it's actually a hell of a compliment, actually, when you hear that, like, that's, I, that's a really, I don't know if he wrote that or he just heard that street language somewhere and threw that into a song, but. Yeah, that is. I, I'd never heard that till this. That's that's well, the, the first time I actually that's ever a heard it was woman. from Clerks. <laughs> well, that's a good-looking woman. I think I, I love that lyric. Yes. And then uh, you said you hadn't heard the dirty part of this. Oh, so, uh, you like this from uh, from your show? Yeah. Have you heard the unedited part? Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't heard that before. <laughs> they don't play that as, as the opening of CSI. <laughs> they don't they don't play who the fuck are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> That is a very underrated song. I guess now because CSI, it's out there, but that's a great old rock song. Yes. You know, it, yes. it, it really is. And uh, and I love reading lyrics. That is a, that's a fun entertainment. And you know, all right, it's something that I will never forget. Every time I hear The Who now is Mrs. Wiggles, Mrs. rest her Wiggles. soul, would howl, but only to The Who. She, she loved had it, very it? specific tastes. And you didn't believe me for the longest time because she wouldn't do it in front of people. You had to go, like, be somewhere where she didn't hear you and leave the radio going. And right. she would just absolutely accompany it beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> Bless her. She liked that song. She did. Yeah. All Who. She liked All Who. She liked The Who. Yeah. And uh, anyway, if you play a YouTube video and then look at the the comments first of all you learn something but also there's some really funny ones too when people point oh, yeah. out things and yeah. that kind of stuff i do like the the lyric of this song somebody just point out the lyric is i remember throwing punches around and preaching from my chair <laughs> <That's a> great <laughs> that is a great line <laughs> it really is and uh and the one of the the policeman in this song saying you can go sleep at home tonight if you can get up and walk away <laughs> Great. Great. <laughs> like you know this is written about a hell of a night that they had yeah. <laughs> like, this whole song is that's a, a, just a night of debauchery that they've had somewhere <laughs> and made a legend of it and, and made know. a hell of a song out of it that's exactly right so, anyhow, tell everybody where they can find us here. You can track us down at hillbillynerdtalk.com. Mm -hmm. And from there, you've got uh, links to Hank's very active Twitter. 
um, some Reddit. We have our own Reddit thread now and Pinterest on occasion. <laughs> we actually have a few little people following our Reddit too. That's funny. I know. I'm like, because it's funny because sometimes I leave pins for you just just to show you with like titles that are like, hey, Hank, look at the, you know, uh-huh. stuff like that. And I'm like, uh, all- other people are looking too. Uh, it's kind of cool. <laughs> It is. Well, I hope our dire predictions are wrong for the uh, corona apocalypse, but uh I do too. But we will see. Friday the 13th tomorrow. And I have a dry hack. <gasps> you know. I haven't have a, I haven't. Another thing fever. you've got too, you've got a, you do have you have had a dry cough. Mm-hmm. And you've been fatigued. Yeah. Damn it, do you have this shit? <laughs> and the other thing is that I was reading today, you don't have apparently at least you don't have a lot of like um respiratory symptoms, well, at least not at first. So I feel like this has been mostly allergies because it's like the drainage stuff going down the back. So. Fatigue, dry cough, and supposedly you don't have a lot of like um I don't have a high fever. Nose um you know, runny nose, you don't get a lot of that. Okay. The biggest thing first they're saying is fatigue and that dry cough, dry hacking cough. Well, I may have already had it for that's three pretty, weeks. I, in. I get it that that's vague, though. I mean, yeah. shit, if everybody has that. It's kind of hard to track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to take you to get tested. There are no testing kits anywhere. There has to be somewhere <laughs> in this daggone area. <laughs> Some of these hillbillies will come up with something. Well, I'm just staying put anyhow. I don't really want to go around and spread my cooties and i wash my hands regularly i know it sign us off all right everybody have a great week and we'll talk to you next time